Boo, great to see you again. Thanks for coming back. Good to be with you, Greg. Vu, I know you've got some exciting news to report. We're going to get to that in just a second. But before we get there, for viewers brand new to the Eridus story, could you introduce us to Eridus as well? Give us a brief overview of your pipeline. The company is exclusively focused on infectious diseases. We have multiple clinical stage program in pneumonia and cystic fibrosis. The uh, flagship program for the company is a phase three uh, monoclonal antibody uh, directed at a bacteria that is causing uh, many different types of infection. We are assessing this drug as, a, uh, as an adjunctive treatment uh, on top of standard care antibiotic to treat ventilator-associated pneumonia. So these are critically ill patients in the ICU contracting these hospital-acquired pneumonia. We're trying to treat them with really an innovative drug. There is uh, no drug available in the form of a, an antibody to use to treat uh, pneumonia. So this is uh, quite a novel approach. Uh, we recently reported data on this program, exciting data. And then our uh, phase two program in cystic fibrosis, it is also a novel mechanism drug, first-in-class, just like the pneumonia drug. So we have multiple of these first-in-class novel mechanism infectious disease drug that is in clinical stage. Absolutely. Vu, just this week, Eridus and the FDA agreed that you would be able to move forward with a single confirmatory phase three study on AR301 for the treatment of pneumonia. Now let's get into that. Tell us more about it and what should investors be expecting next? Indeed, you know, we uh, um, recently completed the discussion with the FDA on the final clinical study for the phase three asset of our AR301. The FDA agreed to a single study. They agreed to the study design of this final, what we call confirmatory study. They agreed to the primary endpoints and the secondary endpoint. They also agreed to expanding the evaluation of this exciting drug in not only ventilator-associated pneumonia patient, but also hospital-acquired pneumonia patient, as well as community-acquired pneumonia patient that are all infected by this really prevalent bacteria called Staphylococcus aureus or Staph aureus. In March, you announced results of the Phase 2A study in cystic fibrosis. Your study met both its primary and secondary endpoints. Tell us about that program and what next steps we might expect. What we show was that the, the tolerability of the drug was confirmed. The safety profile is attractive. We also show that um, there was a lot of drug that could be detected right after the administration uh, in the lung fluid. And here we use the sputum from these patients as a surrogate for lung fluid. And we show that there is more than 10 times the amount of drug you need to neutralize a typical, uh, typical bacteria that infects these patients. So uh, uh, this program is really nicely set up for uh, the next and final study. So where we go from here with this program is we're continuing to work with the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. They have been funding this program all along, all the way through the data that we just unblinded. Vu, how big are the market opportunities your development programs address? So if you look at our phase three data, uh, we show that when patient treated with this drug, we can actually cut on average their length of stay in the ICU by about seven days. Imagine if you multiply that over 
a ten to twelve thousand dollar per day that's quite a bit of saving we can also get them out of the hospital about nine days faster with the drug so quite a remarkable saving so as you imagine if we tell the the insurance company hey we could get these patients out of the hospital that that much faster we can save probably around seventy to eighty thousand dollars if we charge just a fraction of that saving uh, let's say ten thousand this is actually a billion dollar market opportunity for this drug so it's quite quite a remarkable commercialization opportunity the cystic fibrosis program for us is also potentially quite lucrative we believe that the potential market opportunity for our cystic fibrosis drug is somewhere around three to five hundred million dollar on a, on an annual basis. So, as you see, both of these drugs are are potentially quite large in terms of uh, of sales potential. Vu, in any company and especially in a microcap, management is essential. Introduce us to your team. Our team is headlined by by a core group that have extensive experience in pharmaceutical and biotech drug development, spending multiple decades, myself, multiple decades of experience in biotechnology. Our chief medical officer, Hassan Jaffrey, has also about two and a half to three decades of experience in pharmaceutical development at large, uh, large companies. He was previously the head of clinical development for for infectious disease biologics at AstraZeneca for about, for about a dozen years before joining us to, to serve as our current chief medical officer. Our uh, CFO, Fred Curlin, has been in the industry and as a CFO for about seven companies now, spanning about three and a half decades. So we have quite a strong team, we believe, uh, that have uh, really experienced from very early in preclinical development, all the way to clinical and commercialization of, of the drug. Now, to wrap up, Vu, what's the essential value proposition? Why should an investor take an interest in Aridus Pharmaceuticals right now? The value proposition is, is compelling if you compare to other companies that are developing infectious disease products, such as these antibacterial. Uh, here you have a company that have multiple a clinical asset, a phase three and a phase two asset with data that are actually positive. These are programs that don't have failure associated with them. And they're, uh, they're ready for the final registration trial. Multiple of these programs are. And these are also first-in-class type of drug and very little to no competitive threat to them. We have a very potent uh, intellectual property portfolio of over 60 patents that have been issued and another 50 or so patents that are in prosecution. So very strong IP portfolio, late stage asset, positive clinical data that's been reported uh, really this year alone, a phase three and a phase two on two separate programs were, were reported this year. And, you know, like other companies, we, we are, you know, we're going through a difficult, challenging market in a capital market environment. And here you have a company with these late stage assets and still at this short evaluation. So we think that this is quite unusual. And, and therefore, we think that they're quite a compelling value proposition for, for potentially new, uh, new investors. I certainly agree with you, Vu. It is an unusually compelling opportunity. Thank you for sharing your story with us today. Great to be with you, Greg, and uh, thank you. Some of the companies featured on this episode are red chip client companies. 
and we may own stock in these companies, so please always read our disclosures at redchip.com.